Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The College Experience Inventational and Bowl Game Recap on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors providing insight, analysis, and free betting picks from cappers and betters, including the crew from SGPN. Better than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at betterthanvegas.vegas. That's betterthanvegas.vegas. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Yes, woo! Welcome, welcome to the College Experience Invitational Recap and the Bowl Game Recap and everything else. Other college football news we will hit on. My name is Kobe Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick, and I'm joined by my co-host. Give it up for the legendary. Former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, a wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, how are you, pal? Buddy. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess I was entertained a little. Which one? On January first, I guess you know the the Georgia Cincinnati game was excellent, obviously. Yeah, but you you hit it on the nail with the Marty Ball reference. Yeah, wow. I mean, Luke Fickle. When did he go there? When did he go to Ohio State? Oh, when did he play? Uh, yeah, when did he play there? Oh, I think back in the nineties, late nineties, early two thousands. Who is who is the coach there then? Jim Tressel. Was Tressel there by the time he was playing, or was it? Uh, before was it either uh, way, yeah. Ohio State prior to Urban Meyer has been playing Marty Ball, you know, for the entirety back to Woody Hayes. You know, smash mouth defense, run the ball, don't throw the ball too much, play conservative football. And that's what happened. Lo and behold, Luke Fickle 
a chip off the old block, so to speak, of his. Uh, they didn't take any shots after they coaching got passed after that like eighty yard run. They, yeah, they basically the said, half. "Hey, we're just going," and and their defense kept bailing them out. Yeah, over and over and over. But the 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 field position, they slowly, slowly, slowly let, lost that battle. I will say this about Cincinnati's kicker: I don't want to throw an uh, individual under the bus. I know he's probably a kid, although he's an Aussie Rules punter, so he's probably like forty five years old. But uh, couldn't punt the ball down the field. What about that missed field goal early? Yeah, like a thirty five yarder. Mm, 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 mm. Cincinnati. Uh, they were the better team. They were the you worst. Can't, you cannot tell me that. Uh, now I will say this. I mean, Georgia did have ten players out, but Cincinnati had Dokes out and had their best defensive back out. Yeah. What's going on in the world, man? Well, no one wants to play. That was clearly uh, San Jose State. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And uh, what? Five minutes before the game. Yeah, we find out that they're like they're out three offensive linemen, their best receiver, their their tight end, who's a huge part of that offense. Yeah. Some of their defense. They're both offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. Yeah. I don't know if that was COVID or what. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, fuck Clemson not having their offensive coordinator kind of a big deal. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, Cincinnati, I mean the, the, the decision to throw the ball on third down with a minute. I could not believe that. Yeah. Cause I'm like, you got two yards. I understand Georgia's D line. Yeah. But you're running 40 seconds off. They the clock. don't have any timeouts. Yeah. What was there? Like a minute and a half when they yeah. decided to do that? No, they lost because of that. Yeah. They lost because of that. They could have punted it to the yeah. other twenty yard line with like what forty seconds. Dude, 50 it's seconds? more than forty seconds because they 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 like you know obviously you run the play. Yeah. And then it takes them a second to spot the ball while that the clock is running. Not after a punt. Oh, you're talking about no uh, on that run. If they run it right there, don't throw it. Yeah. It it's like a little bit more than what a pass would be. Yeah. I mean, look, it was open and he just waited too long. That what. Like uh, of all the times to get aggressive, you, you stay conservative for the entire second half, Yeah, you know, and then you decide to get aggressive. I mean, their play calling was really vanilla. Uh, no, they went classic, classic Schottenheimer yeah. on the chargers. And we're like, okay, we have a two score lead. Let's do everything to protect it and not try to do anything. Don't make a mistake. Yeah. And you look I, in a way I was actually glad to see them lose because I was like, this is what you get when you do that. Right. Right, right, right. I Especially mean, when you have like weapons, like like their tight ends are money, dude. Yeah, and Ritter, like if you're if you're aggressive with him and you threaten the run pass option, yeah, like he can make that work. They they were getting off, you know, in the first half a little bit, you know. Yeah, no, he he definitely had some good drives, but yeah. uh, I mean, but w- even with that said, I think they still deserve a shot to play for the sure. For I mean, shit, yeah. You saw the stat that they posted with the. Uh, 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 JT Daniels versus Stetson Bennett, George's yeah. offense. They're putting up like a hundred more yards per game. I, I I said this in a large playoff. Well, first off, you wouldn't have all those Georgia opt-outs. Yeah. Uh, I think they could win the whole thing. Cincinnati or Georgia? Uh, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because uh, look, when they had like Pickens and some of those other wideouts, I don't know if anyone would beat Alabama. I think well, Georgia played them that good with Stetson Bennett. That's true. They were tied at half. Even in the third quarter, it, was, it got really like the the blower, the the doors got blown off in the fourth. Yeah. Um. Late third. Yeah. Fourth, maybe. I think it was like fourteen, right, or tw- or ten at, at the end of the at third? the end of the third. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. I could be wrong. I got to go back and watch. But but yeah. I I thought there's still a chance Georgia could still win this game. I think in at the end of the third. Yeah. Now early into the fourth, I was like they're they're done. Yeah. But I mean, dude, you can't tell me like I'm seeing this guy Pickens was a non-factor with Stetson Bennett, 
Even with Fromm, he was kind of a non-factor. Yeah, he looked like yeah. freaking Calvin Johnson. With, That's what I'm saying. With him yeah. and, and their other their, their their other receivers, one is a burner. I'm struggling to think of his name right now. It, it's just a different offense. It's it's unbelievable that Kirby Smart botched this. Yeah. All yeah. year. <laughs> well, the most unbelievable thing of all is we you know watching Justin Fields throw for six touchdowns uh and absolutely destroy I, Clemson. I, I can't believe you didn't see that coming. You can't do that. I don't care that Ohio State's look like shit this year. Yeah. You know the talent is there, right? Yeah. You cannot call them out the way that they oh, did. That you know what ADI. I mean? Like you're gonna get you give them yeah. a reason to focus. Yeah. I mean, look, preseason before all this shit went down, when we previewed every team this summer, Ohio State was our like favorite for the national championship. Yeah. Now did they play up to that level throughout the course of the year? I don't think so, but sh- certainly last game they looked well, apart. That, well, that's the thing, and this is what's great, Patty C. Yeah, is you know if they win next week with their eight and zero, and they win a national cha- uh, a quote unquote invitational championship. Yeah, and I think I'm actually gonna have to root for them because that that will then yeah give everybody to an a extent, championship invalidate. I mean, how many teams went eight and zero this season that could say, hey, we were able to go through an eight game schedule unscathed. Now, did they play two of the three best teams in the country in the process? Probably not, but you still hanging on to Clemson being top three. I don't know that I am. After yeah. That. <laughs> I don't know that I, although I, I just think there's a humongous uh, drop off after Alabama and I guess Ohio state, you know, no Ohio state. Look, dude, Ohio don't, state don't, just played up. Yeah. Cause let's be honest, Ohio state versus Indiana, Indiana got exposed against Ole Miss yeah, yeah, and, and, uh, Ohio- Northwestern, although they, they destroy Auburn, um, Northwestern was better than Ohio state for three quarters. Yeah. You can't tell me that Ohio state was the better team for three, for three fucking quarters. Northwestern was the better team. Well, sermon was going off on doesn't that. matter. The score is on my, just like, uh, the Cincinnati game. I mean, they weren't trailing what until the final kick. Yeah. Right? Well, they, the Georgia had the lead for three minutes and 40 seconds in the second quarter. And then, three seconds in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I, mighty, I, mighty sec with their, uh, lead for less than four minutes during the entire game against, uh, the AAC. Well, the game was in Atlanta. If that's, if that game's not in a dome, does he make that kick? Probably not. Yeah. It's career long form. Horrible for the sport. Um, then you have, well, first off, let's talk. I mean, I still can't believe, it. I don't know what the San Jose state, what the, the coordinators had COVID, but some of the players opted out. How do you opt out on an undefeated team? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just no heart. Same with since he had a player or two. Jeez. I mean, uh, if they're going pro, I, I could see, you know, you don't want to have a, uh, a, well, if you're not playing for a championship, I guess you, right. in a way, you don't I'm want with a Derek King situation well, here. In a way, I guess I'm with them because they're saying the system sucks. This is a, this is an exhibition game essentially. Yeah. And they wouldn't be, they wouldn't be wrong. They're, what do we get? If we win nothing, you're still not a champion. Yeah. You yeah. still won't give us any credit. Cincinnati could probably be the only other undefeated team in the country. They probably be still kept out of the top five. Yeah. I mean, it's just horrible for the sport. And then like, uh, I thought one of the best things for the sport was that Mississippi state Tulsa fight. <laughs> Jeez. I think it was the best thing that happened in this, 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 this postseason. They got after it. I didn't get, I didn't catch. I saw Leeds talking about it. What did he say? <laughs> Was he well, uh, first off, he was like in the fan shaking uh hands of, of uh 
uh, some of the alumni that made the trip to Frisco. Oh, he was in the stands? When that fight broke off. Okay. So then they interview him, and, and he said, well, you know, it's football. Uh, nice. He's like, what are you going to tell your team? And he goes, I'm going to tell them that they shouldn't do it. Yeah. And everyone, all Twitter was outraged, including fucking Herb Street. Fucking hack. What did he say? He was saying, like, it's just, you know, and Montgomery, like, endorsed it, by the way. It's because Le- I think the, just the media has it out for Leach. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. He doesn't like fall. Montgomery is basically saying, like, yeah, that's what happens. And, like, no one's shitting on him. You know what I mean? Right. right that's right. the best thing that happens for the sport, dude. For these <laughs> useless games. All right, give us a brawl. Yeah, I, give us a brawl and, and, and also, I would love to see them schedule next year and at a conference game. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's get. That's what I want to see. Let's get heated rivalries again. They're talking about like they should press charges. I'm like, dude, he, like he kicked the guy in the face. I was like, yeah, but he's wearing a face mask, bro. <laughs> it did nothing. It did right. absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah, one to second him. ago, yeah. he he slapped him with a towel. <laughs> you see that? Yeah. It's like, all right, calm down, you fucking fruitcakes. The outrage on Twitter is is exactly like. I don't know. I don't want to dig deep, but it was like, that's what's wrong with our country. It's like, <laughs> right. how are this, this many people outraged? This is the best thing. <laughs> Someone posted Miami, San Diego state, like 92, that bowl game, yeah. which was a huge blow up. Miami like fucked them up. Like well, 62 the funny to 10 part or is, is how like, uh, how they glorify it when it fits the narrative, you know, and like Florida state, uh, Florida every year, Florida state, Miami pregame, they'd be scrapping, you know, a little yeah. roughing up and the ESPN be soaking it up, chewing it up. Yeah. Be like, Oh, these are thug programs. This is what they do. This is like Southern, you know, speed college football. And then like Notre Dame Catholics versus convicts, Miami, Notre Dame. Oh, they got a little tussled. They still show it every time. Dude, like they it's show great for sport. Right? I, I mean, it doesn't I have argue to be that all day that that is great for sport. <laughs> I'll, I'll pull back a little and I will say that you probably shouldn't be in a like all out riot on the field, but like it happens. Okay. Don't like act, act like a, the coach is responsible for that shit. Yeah, especially when he's up in the fucking stands. What's right. he supposed to do? Like, what is he supposed to do? He, first off, he's like a 62 year old dude. Right. Supposed to just run like, like how, how yeah. much control? I mean, I guess you could say it doesn't really happen under Nick Saban, you know? And so, in that, in that but, but respect, that, that, I think almost that's like an anomaly. I don't know though. I mean, certain coaches, I guess we could look to see if it happens in, in some places more than others. I, 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 I do want, you know, coaches to be able to control their players. Sport I think is at its best when you have this, team. when you have, I don't think you need a, take it back to the NBA Pistons <laughs> bulls, like Nick's heat when the NBA was actually decent, even though it was sure, still cheating, but you're supposed yeah. to try and stop it. Yeah, but it's still it's great when Florida State and Miami were getting well, a tussle the in, in the locker room. It. Remember that when they would like be coming out? I think last year, Florida and Miami when they were warming up, they yeah. got into it. Yeah, right? of course. As a fan, if you're like, a, I mean, if you're a suit, if you're a Herb Street, and you're like, you know, your job but, is to be a suit, you know, and, and and say suity things, then sure, say that. Well, he's saying like, there's no sport, there, there's no room for this in, in college football. This is the worst thing in college football. I'm like, no, the fucking the fact that these games are all useless. The fact that Tulsa's yeah. playing Mississippi there, there state way m- yeah. <laughs> more things that are worse than this. And I saw that a million miles away. Like, it's so funny. Like uh, uh, the sec is like, Hey, we, you know, we, we, well, first off the big 12 went undefeated in, in, in bowl games, which actually makes me think Sunbelt's the best conference. Uh, you'd have a strong, point. only two conferences, big 12 and Mac went undefeated, especially right? since Sunbelt also went four and one in their uh, bowl games. But, but yeah, but then you see all these sec people. Yeah. 
saying, well, look what we, we, we had the most wins. Uh, and, and then they'll say like, well, Florida didn't have their players. It, and this is, I know this is, I'm beating a dead horse here, but I'm saying like, they're say, it's say, very select. They'll say that. Yeah. But when the Bronco Nogurski defensive player yeah. of the year for Tulsa is out, right. The best fucking player on that team. Yeah. Right. And it's a useless game for or them. Or they're going to flex on a uh, and M beating UNC when you whole team yeah. has like, or Kentucky 10 all Americans NC states quarterbacks out. You know what I mean? Like you can go in, in, in to, to defend Indiana, which I was all over Ole Miss. And I actually think Indiana is overrated. Yeah. Ole Miss or Indiana didn't have Penix. Right. Well, he was injured. Right? I know, but I'm still still saying like that. Right. You can't tell me that's the same Indiana team that played fucking Ohio State. Right, 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 right. And I'm all on the side that I actually think Indiana's counterfeit. counterfeit. Yeah. Sure, but good team, but not like a really good team, dude. I saw that shit coming a mile away. Like when you saw the bowl matchups, I was like, dude, they 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 chase the money. SEC makes the most money, yeah. so they gave them really good matchups. Really fucking you think good they matchups. Get, they gave the SEC good matchups. Yeah. Well. First off, they let every team be bowl eligible, which obviously will jade. Well, I think they would have done that to every conference. I think every other conference just copped Bro, out. Mississippi State playing Tulsa is probably the worst thing that's ever happened. I mean, Tulsa was two plays away from going undefeated. That's true. It's a slap in Tulsa's face, but why even get up for that? They didn't get the win. I don't um, give a fuck. Yeah, Zayvon Collins, their best player, doesn't play. You know what I mean? Like. I, I mean, they might have had more players out. I didn't watch the fucking game. You right. know what I mean? Like, I didn't yeah. watch any of these games really. It is. Uh, I mean, if, if that argument can be used against uh, or in favor of the SEC teams not getting up, then certainly it can be used in favor for Tulsa not getting up for their games. Dude, I think. Why would you care? I mean, why would you care? But I will say this: fuck that uh, argument forever. It's a football game. Get up for it, you know. But if I have to sit here and listen to, you know, the SEC say that when they're, you know, they miss the playoff and they have to play a Group of Five team. Then vice yeah, versa, so when what, a group what, of five team doesn't get up for a shit ass SEC team, well, they, they use the same thing for Georgia, barely beating Cincinnati. I saw fans saying, "Yeah, that. oh, we weren't up for it." Yeah. I, yeah, right. Georgia fans were running all over the place, or the Georgia players were going crazy after the game. It's all shit. It's all shit. Sports in a lot of trouble, buddy. It's in a lot of fucking trouble. <laughs> Honestly, like, where do you see? We we saw some articles. I sent you some. Like, you see, LA's or the, the best two players in LA are going to Clemson and Alabama. Is that true this year? Because I saw um, yeah. Corey Foreman committed to USC. Yeah, but uh, it depends which reigning ranking system you're yeah. using. Yeah, yeah, he's number three in some. Yeah, but one and two in California went to Alabama and Clemson. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, it's all I mean, fucked. It is. It is. Uh, you know, in a tough spot right now. Obviously, and and the transfers don't help anything. You know. When you think about it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my dick in the air here a little bit. Uh, when you, Ohio State and Alabama were the uh, two most um, talented teams in the country, you know, except for I want to say Georgia in terms of composite uh, 24/7 Sports uh, recruiting rankings over the four years, um, and Georgia's rankings are strongly impacted by the fact that Justin Fields, a five star, but didn't actually play for that. But at the same time, JT Daniels was a five-star came in. That's true. So that, that probably uh, cancels that out, but it does give Ohio state a boost that may have put them over the likes of Georgia or whatever. Um, And also they got Trey sermon at Ohio state. The fact that all these dudes just go to the same schools, you know, is, well, it's a sign of our society, man. Like, 
Yeah. It's, it's a real big fault. Look, even if you want to take sport out of it, just take politics. Yeah. If it's a bully society right now, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if I, as a dude, that's a comedian where a lot of people, I don't think really have me, me figured out as where I am politically. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll post something, you know, far left a lot of, you know, and some people are like, hell yeah. Yeah. And then I'll post something that's might appear that I'm, I'm to the right. Yeah. And they're calling me out for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Right, I'll say whatever the yeah, fuck I want. Exactly. Right. But I'm saying that's, it's a bully society of like yeah. saying, Oh dude, well, it's an unoriginal society. And I don't want to be like Mr. White dude. Like, you know, mah, 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 mah. but all the players doing the same fucking dance. <laughs> it's just like, all right, we get it. We, we watched the rap video too. We saw it like yeah. come up with your own shit. You know, at least have the, just, at least have the, the women in Chris style. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. G- g- give me the, give me the uh, accoutrement. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah. It's just like, okay. If there's a chance to go get money, get paid and you know, which who can blame them for that? But, but you just got to make it bigger. I, but um, dude, you know, we still have six more years of this contract. Yeah. It sucks. So it's like, I don't know. I just got to look forward to I'm hoping FCS. And this is another thing we can talk about before we dive into some other news. Um, the FCS kicks off February 13th with one game. It's like a week zero. Then February 20th, we get full on boom. And I'm curious. Do you think they stay me and NC Nick? were talking about this. Do you think they stay playing once they see the money in the ratings? You think they stay playing, playing in the spring because some of them already have games. They play next year, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think South Dakota state opens up against Iowa state. But they could do one-offs, almost like spring ball is, mm-hmm. and take that paycheck still and play that game like North Dakota State and Central Arkansas did this year. That would be smart. Yes, and then cap- get the television That's revenue. Genius. Get yeah. the best of both. Yeah. Get 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 all the eyeballs on your product in the spring and still get the big payday from a and basically an ex- exhibition game in the uh, fall, which is all it is then anyway. Do you think it will have, I mean, I, I guess, well, they have the opportunity because yes. uh, they have an excuse because spring ball is going to push so late, you know, that it was a question in the first place as to whether they would be able to do back-to-back seasons. If uh, FBS ball had been pushed into the spring, but wouldn't, I just feel like the money with the gambling behind, it, I expect DraftKings to go on board. I expect all these companies to say, yeah. Hey, Dude, you're taking North Dakota State minus seven this week. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and I expect all of us. Look, with the XFL, I've mentioned this before. They had to start with zero fans. Yeah, that's not the case. North Dakota State's right. got fans. You know what I mean. James Madison has fans. Yeah. Uh, Deion Sanders is now at Jackson State, which has got a rich tradition in football to the days of Walter Dude, Payton. That alone, right? like prime time. You know, especially with the uh, era of social justice, like in full swing here, like people will want to see that there's a story there that even, you know, the media that is completely corporate can get behind. And so not to say that that's a corporate cause, but there is marketability within that. And so I think that, you know, we'll see what uh, the spring has in store, but I do think that you're right. And especially with this team, these teams having the spotlight completely to themselves for the first time, there may be a lot more hype from those fan bases that we don't traditionally see. Like, Oh, and another thing is we just saw, I think it's smart on several angles for them. I think it's smart from a financial angle and then keep a game or two in the fall. Yeah. As your spring ball, essentially. Yeah. Get, get your late November game, uh, from Alabama, which yeah. you have anyway, yeah. <laughs> and right. then that'll be your warm up uh, for the spring ball. But then you'll get the television money. You'll get more people caring about your school and knowing about your school, the awareness. Yeah. And then also 
Look at what North Dakota State this year. They knew Trey Lance, who played in the the the, the, the one game they scheduled this year. Yeah. In uh, in t- in 2020 uh, fall season. Yeah. They played one game. Uh, but now he's going pro, so he's not there. So yeah. they went and got Virginia Tech's uh, backup quarterback, and he's playing this spring. Yeah. So yeah. like, if you're a struggling quarterback right now, uh, right. like Rocky you're Lombardi, out of eligibility. Rocky Lombardi just transferred from Michigan State to Northern Illinois. I think that's a bad decision because he's going to the battle for that. He could have went FCS and been playing in fucking a couple months. Rocky, Two months. You said Rocky Lombardi, the Michigan State quarterback. He ends up transferring. He transferred to Northern Illinois. He didn't. It, it, he lost his job. I'm, I'm totally like. He, I think he just dipped out. I think he wasn't happy with Mel Tucker. I don't know. Okay. But um, uh, my point is, is that you know, and I get it. Maybe you went six months off. I don't know. But but they only played a short season anyway. They only played like five games. Right. Uh, so he could have went straight into FCS and played this spring. Yeah, which is what the Virginia Tech quarterback's doing. What was it, Burmeister or what was the other guy? Uh, it's not Hooker. It's, it's Burmeister, I think. It might be Burmeister. Yeah. I think it, there was one other dude. They had three that were kind of in a rotation there. Um, but I I think that could be a smart angle because in a way the FCS watches, and if they see you know someone get benched like, like, you know, Colorado, uh, in that bowl game. Now let's play devil's advocate here. If there wasn't a sh- really short season, a regular season and that their backup looked a lot better than their starting quarterback, the, the safety. Yeah. Um, maybe they would have pulled the plug and that safety would have to be riding the bench. And guess what? In a new semester, he can grad transfer Yeah. and, and be playing ball right away. That's true. I wonder, I wonder how they would rule that whether well, they're doing it with Virginia tech. The, the quarterback yeah. from Virginia tech. Did he play it all this fall? I, th- I think he, I think they use like 10 different quarterbacks. I'll, f- I'll, I'll give you that right now. Yeah, I know on. he was in consideration. His name was kept popping up, but I know Bur- Burmeister and a uh, hooker were the two that get, got the majority. I, say, of the I thought Bur- he definitely got in a game. We'll have to um, I'm pulling it up right now. It's Quincy Patterson, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. He threw, he threw 10 passes this past year and then he's going to two touchdowns. He's eligible to play. Yeah. For North Dakota state this spring. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. If you're, if you're a, a, if you're just trying to get a little more football, you've been, you know, putting in work for four years at, at you know, some yeah, power you, five you, school and you're not getting any burn, get a chance to show yourself, maybe, you know, put your name in the ring for the NFL, but also just to get on the field, you know, it's, it's good for the kids. Uh, that would be awesome. Uh, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch how that shakes out. Cause the, once again, the NFL draft does happen towards the playoffs there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true with the, uh, with the, uh, college football playoff. Well, that'll be interesting too, is to see how people respond to a, you know, what 24 team college football playoff when there are actual eyeballs on it, yeah. you know, and see yeah. how much, uh, if there, if there's legitimate interest from the fan bases and, from and the they did it really public. smart. They did it after March madness, even after the masters, cause the, Ma- the masters is after the final week of March madness. Yeah. They did it that the week after that. Okay. So they did it smart in my opinion, man. Like, right. Uh, and before the uh, NBA uh, really kicks in, right? Cause yeah, no one watches that shit anyway. Right. <laughs> but true. yeah, but yeah. I mean, NBA playoffs, when do they start? Dude, that, they're like six months now with the seven game first round shit. Oh yeah, that's true. They got started late. And so, um, schedule. No, no, no. But I'm saying ever since they went to a seven game first round, it, oh it, yeah. The it, playoffs last like six like months, six months of, of it's, playoff it's basketball, a second season. That's and they true. don't have the depth to really pull that off. Because the matchups are all blowouts, right? <laughs> yeah, there's three teams that have won a championship in the last 50 years in the NBA. Um, anyway, I'm uh, excited for that. That will be fun, and and we won't be able to necessarily 
especially with Trey Lance out, predict 100% who will be in the national championship at the end of the year, or at least in the final four. Yeah. I think you could probably say North Dakota state, maybe JMU, but yeah, that's uh, not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. North Dakota state should probably be there. Right. But even that the quarterback's got to learn that offense pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, all right. I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Every sports fan knows that it's not about how you start the season. It's about how you finish at my bookie. 2020 finishes strong with NFL college football and the return of NBA action and college basketball action. Sign up today and receive a halfway deposit up to a thousand dollars. And while you're at it, ring in the holidays with six days of giveaways to get out on the action. It's simple. Sign up, make your first deposit and enter the promo code SGP to claim your bonus to start taking advantage of all the freebies head over to uh, my bookie to discover this year's batch of uh, fun on site promotions and win big with all their giveaways bet with the best bet with my bookie. Um, okay. So let's, let's go through this. By the way, I was on fire yesterday with college basketball. All of us were Boom. kicking ass. Make sure you check out every day public. We handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game. All three over 500 and she Nick and it. you nine and two and six and two on locks respectively. Mm. Not mm. bad. I hit on 500 on my locks. Hey, wins are wins, buddy. That's right. Um, all right. So let's go through this Florida, Oklahoma. Let's recap these fucking shitty games that no one gave a fuck about. <laughs> uh, Florida, Oklahoma was a throttling. Now Kyle Pitts not playing does make a Dude. huge difference, but not how many. I'm going to go ahead and say this. If Oklahoma played a and M. Oklahoma would have won by two touchdowns. Yeah. 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 Oklahoma had figured it out by the end of the season. Their and, defense was really impressive. And a uh, and M. You know, we got to give credit where it's due. Great season. No, they should claim a that. If Ohio state wins, they should claim a national championship because <laughs> they played way more games. Well, I think the fact that Ohio state would have had to have beaten Alabama uh, and a and got throttled by Bama. Uh, Still is week two. There's a point. There. I thought, I thought, I thought the playoff committee says if you lose early, it's okay. It's a pretty, yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. I mean, it, it, that, Alabama's gotten chances. That's late. what's so dumb with all this shit, man. It's just so dumb. Like, right. Ohio, like Ohio state's going to win with eight going eight. You know, if they win, it'll be, they will be eight. No, but it's like all these teams deserve like Oklahoma's easily play, like they took off one of the teams that was playing the best ball in the country. Yeah. When you think about that, the, the, the last game Florida had played prior to the Oklahoma game, it was against Alabama the last two who they played before that LSU and lost. Well, no, I'm talking about oh. the fact of uh, Florida kept it close against Alabama. Oh, they deserve a shot. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think, I think Florida deserves a I shot. I don't know that. I think Florida deserves a shot. I think once you get to three losses in the regular season, especially when you lose to a, a 500 team, like or LSU, um, then I don't know that you deserve a shot. But, I don't know. I, I, I'm of the opinion that you deserve a shot. Okay. But certainly like if you have one loss, probably, you know, if you're a BYU and you have one loss. Yeah. Then I think you deserve a shot. I think I think that small of a margin. You of, really don't think Florida error. deserves a shot? <sighs> My point exactly is like, look at the backup. I mean, look, Florida didn't get hit with this, but I'm saying A and M was a completely different team. Like that, yeah, sure, they're still winning close games, but what if that's just their mo? They look a lot better than they did in week two, in general, the past five weeks. Yeah, right. I, the, week one, they beat Vandy by five points, so we know. Like I can make fun of that, but at the same time, 
I don't, I just truly believe they're a lot better than they were the first two weeks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oklahoma with two losses is a lot better, like drastically a lot better. I mean, look there, there, there is 100%. And you know what, what's great is it's a data point moving forward where if they try to use the argument that uh, definitively a loss early in the season is uh, less harmful to you than a loss late in the season, then Notre Dame losing, getting killed on the last weekend of the season versus AM, getting crushed on the second week of the season proves that that's a complete horse shit yeah. with, with otherwise comparable, like uh Competent. resumes. Yeah. 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 Um, but my, I, I think all of them deserve a shot. If I'm a Florida fan, I think you deserve it in a playoff. I think, uh, you know, I think all of them see, I know you, lo- you love a huge playoff or at least a, a, a completely sizable one. I don't know that I need to see that. I don't know that I need to see Florida in there. I'm not saying I would be mad about a playoff that included Florida, but I'm fine with what, what was the best game that we saw in this whole mess? Well, Cincinnati, Georgia was, uh, yeah, it's either that or coastal Carolina Liberty. My point is I don't get, it's just like college basketball. I don't really care who the national champion is. Yeah. Right. I want to see you want to be games. entertained yes. during the process. All right. Now putting Florida in, I also think that you could probably make an argument. They probably, if I went through and analyzed their schedule and compared it to others, I could probably sit there and, and defend them as worthy of being in the playoff, but I want to see good games. Yeah. I don't care. And these aren't good games. Yeah. Well, Florida, Florida yeah. generally will make a good game. Oklahoma did kill them. Well, um, they didn't. Yeah. I, but uh, look, they didn't have anybody who did uh, Florida yeah, their whole team out. True. I mean, look, uh, we're kind of going around in circles here. I think, um, I think you need at least teams that might've had like one play or like one quarter of bad football that can't be the end of their regular season, especially or the, the end of their season, especially when uh, there's so much variability in the scheduling and you know, the, the rules change from year to year, you know, to me, just cast a wide net, cast a, cast wider a net. wide net. You, if, if you did just that, there's, if, the way the reason why I said 32 and I know you're not of, uh, of that opinion, even though when I gave you those games, I'm I not, think you were more I don't hate 32. I just don't think it's 100% necessary. Why? It's going to give us the best games. It'll be fun. Sure. I'll enjoy and I do it. think it could be necessary. There's times where the top if it was outside of 16. We saw BYU. Now they were that's number true. 17. Yeah, that's true. And, and uh, after this game, I have confidence at this point. I wouldn't say 100%. But I would I would think that BYU would have performed better against Alabama than Notre Dame did. I think they have more potent weapons and, and, and play a style of football that would have given Alabama. Does that mean that they would win head to head against Notre Dame? I don't know, but that would be a very good game, I think. I think BYU would beat Notre Dame. Yeah, I think BYU might beat Notre Dame. And so to have BYU at seventeen and Notre Dame at four, you know, which look like pretty comparable like teams, then that that is very much supporting your argument that well, even after that, I mean, necessary. San Jose State was seven and zero, and they were like twenty fourth or something. Right, right, right. I, Ohio State was six and zero. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and they won. And San Jose State had won every game by double digits. You right. know what I mean? So it's like I understand that Ball State, Ball State rolled them. Ball State, though, is a team. What's the difference between Ball State and Indiana? Well, actually, they 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 only well, lost once. Yeah, and that one loss was a game that that was a first game of the season. They were in a position to to win it, and they made a bad. They made a Drew Plitt made a bonehead play. So like, you just gotta cast a big net, man. Yeah, let them play it out on the yeah. field. 
it, it, I just, I hate to think that if your quarterback is out for two weeks, that you're, you can't ever play for a play. You can't play for a championship. Right. right and, right. and, and let's be honest. Uh, if you evaluate some of these games, I'll tell you, I'll, since it, let's just go Cincinnati, Georgia. We know. Okay. We know that, uh, you know, Georgia's got the third best recruiting or second best recruiting in the country. Yeah. Right? Now I think Cincinnati can play with them. Right yeah. now when that left tackle got ejected for that bonehead play, which he shouldn't have been ejected for should have been a 15 yard penalty. Cause he was a fucking idiot. Yeah. But they, we know they don't have the depth because yeah. the next guy yeah, that is German the dude. reason why they, they lost that game. Yeah. Cause they couldn't, he was getting killed and he was getting flags left and yeah. right. The, but that's my point is the depth with San Jose state seven and oh, now they were only playing. Ball Some state. would argue though that, you know, if you don't have the depth, then you don't deserve to win a championship. Okay. Well, if they want to do that, then let's just not do a group of five. Go play, go play a different league. That's true. I mean, so what is your point then? My, 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 no, my, my point is that, uh, by, by them not having the depth, not having your starters when like San Jose state, when they opted out, that's true. If the, if you miss one game during the season and that cost you your entire season, when by the time you have that guy back in during the playoffs, wouldn't it should matter most. Then you're not given the opportunity to play with your full roster. Yeah. For, for a game that counts. That's true. I, I do think that there should be a stress of, you know, maybe putting more importance on the end of the season as opposed to the regular season. If well, if you just cast a wider net in general, you, you'll you'll get everybody. Yeah. Okay. If you're number thirty three, fuck you. All right. Shit. Bad luck happens. We're gonna have to do that to somebody. Even if it's sixty four, you'd have to do it with somebody. Yeah. We see it in college basketball. It sucks. Illinois yeah. State one year went like fucking thir- like thirty and two, and lost in the Missouri Valley Championship, and, and they didn't, didn't get it. in. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. And I was I was actually on their side. Yeah. Saying like, it's bullshit. They put in like Seton hall at like 17 and 15 <laughs> right. over a team that went 30 and fucking two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I still would argue for their side. Yeah. But in general, I still feel like when I watch that tournament, you pretty much got everybody. Yeah. You know Everyone I mean? that had a chance. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. Maybe one, right. Maybe one. And I'm okay with that. But like right now, once he, in a blue moon, if they, if they leave one out, you know, that deserves it. But if it's every year that you're like, I don't know, let's just pick. Yeah. Four. Exactly. Like right now, it's like, can you honestly tell me that Notre Dame is better than BYU? That Notre Dame is better than Texas A&M? That Notre Dame is better than Oklahoma? That Notre Dame is better than uh, uh, Cincinnati? That Notre Dame is better than Florida? That Notre Dame is better than yeah. uh, Clem- Iowa State? Clemson's better yeah. than Notre Dame? Yeah, Notre Dame is better Dame than beat Coastal Carolina. I don't know these answers. Right. And they shouldn't be guessed. They should be f- figured out on the field. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh, I, I agree with you. We, 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 we've said it a bunch, but of course, when we're for all intents and purpose, recapping the season, uh, now is the time to reiterate it. So it lasts in your memory. And guys, as you watch the FCS play or FCS season play out, hopefully you'll learn that you're enjoying like, look right now. Are we in a, are, are we watching a playoff game right now? Yes, we are. It's yes. not the playoffs, but it is a playoff game because if the Redskins beat the Eagles, right? They're in the playoffs. <laughs> they're in the playoffs. If they don't, they're eliminated. Okay. And there were 10 of these today. Yes. In, in the NFL, there would have been 10 of these in college football. If it was the same thing, what we have a 14 team yeah. NFL playoff, tons of interesting Th- Think games. about that Boise San Jose state matchup in the mountain West championship. Yeah. Or if, they, had, or if they had played it the two weeks before when they, they couldn't play it because yeah. COVID. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is the, the, the bid stealer thing, 
Yeah. I heard these, uh, the cover three guys talking about that uh, a couple weeks back. Uh, the fact that there could be bid stealers in yeah, the conference makes uh, it so much better. Yeah. Anyone could like play in. It keeps everyone like all the fan base is interested. Well, no, it makes that game when you're thinking, Holy shit. Wyoming and Utah state are going to have a chance. Like they, they've had a hard time all year, but, but they, they seem to still... get it. They've won three games in a row. And if they, if they knock off Boise, then they get into the conference the, championship yeah, yeah. and then they have a chance to get yeah, in the playoff. Exactly. Yeah. It gives hope to everybody. Yeah. That's true. And it's fair. And it's, it's fun. fair. Yeah. Um, so all and you games, don't have a straight ass kickings in the playoffs, which are supposed to be these, these epic games. And every year they disappoint. Well, this year was just the matchups were so bad. Pat, honestly, I, I didn't watch many of these games. Well, are you talking about the playoffs or the, uh, both the, yeah, the bulls, the bulls is the most lackluster bowl season ever. Obviously players opting out teams opting out. We're going to do a pod in a couple of weeks. If you were commissioner, because uh, of kind of because like first off like they just could have done a great job they could have done a really great job with with like it, it, like I know we mentioned this Florida if they play North Carolina Oklahoma plays A and M uh I, I would rearrange like Iowa State got what the fuck did they give Iowa State Oregon what kind of shit is that yeah I mean Oregon didn't even win their own division but they did their conference. <laughs> Uh, allegedly, uh, I don't know. We could we could go on and on and on about how the, it's just it's just crazy to me. It's just a crazy thing. It is a bummer, but we should try and get hyped up a little bit for this championship game. I mean, I will say this. What's that? Uh, in terms of two storylines that kind of uh, have been forgotten here, but you know, back in the summer and in the fall, as uh, Ohio State fought for, you know, the big 10 to be a part of the playoff. There was a part of us that, uh, you know, was rooting for them, you know, saying that, Hey, they, they kind of saved college football in some way, you know, I'm in Nebraska. Like it's funny. Like all the big 10 people want to like l- hate Nebraska. I, I still, you know, to me, like Nebraska was humongously yeah, important yeah. to like saving the football season by fighting and doing whatever they can and being that second I mean, they were fighting harder than Ohio state yeah. was. They yeah. were the louder team than Ohio state for a while. Then Ohio state joined. And obviously they were the more powerful voice in the room. Um, but at the same time, conversely, you know, you want to reward and see the sec win the championship because they were the ones that were like, fuck you in the first place. No, yeah. we're playing. Oh, yeah. And then the ACC, well, no, I, I want it for, for other reasons. Cause I mean, I, I, I told you if Ohio state's eight, no, I think any team that has more than eight wins that has played a right. I, I think f- you, you can claim a national championship. <laughs> uh, I like, I like where you're going with it. I think it's a somewhat flimsy argument, but uh, dude, even with this, yeah, if they go eight and oh, yeah, they still didn't play much great competition. <laughs> it's true. They, they, they certainly didn't run the gamut that a, typical championship team would have to. Um, and we've seen Ohio state probably eight and no, or thereabouts, uh, or, or I guess what would they, they, they probably, um, lost. I wonder if there were more than six and oh, when they lost to Iowa or when they lost to Purdue over the past few years, I bet going into the, those games, they were about six and oh, and then took the L and then we're out of the playoffs. And that probably would have happened this year because they wouldn't yeah. have had enough games to play. Yeah. So there is a very strong case to be made that, in the other thing is, uh, in terms of like, I mean, A and M lost 
when Ohio State hadn't even started practicing. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Oklahoma too. Like Oklahoma lost what their first two weeks, right? Yeah, before Ohio State's yeah. first game. Yeah. Um, and they started in uh, September. I mean, that's a long, fu- that's a, a season ago. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's true. Um, also, I don't know if you noticed, but I don't know if we talked about this already. I know we talked pre podcast a little bit about this. Uh, Clemson had players cramping all over the field. Um, and it, it wasn't necessarily that, you know, the, the conditions led to cramping. They're playing in a dome. The conditions should be fine. Horrible. I, it stood out to me. Uh, who was it? Uh, Etienne was cramping. Wasn't super effective throughout the game. The, uh, uh, Clemson defensive line was cramping left and right. And it was like, maybe, maybe that is just wear and tear over a longer season that could have led well, there that certainly is wear and tear. Clemson played 11 games. It's almost twice as many as uh, Ohio state. Dude, I mean, that that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, there's a hundred, like a and starting wide out. I think maybe both of them got injured, but one of them's out for the year. Uh, and that uh, Ohio state hasn't had to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe some in, the, in their, in their seven games or six games. Right. But they've had like breaks between weeks, like yeah. multi-week yeah. breaks, yeah. like buy after buy. Then like, what, what else was going to say? Um, I'm drawing a blank. Well, here. right now, Ohio state's catching seven and a half points and I'm all, I'm all over it, man. Well, they played great. Uh, you would have once to, again. They're way fresher. I think I'm, I'm all over it. Oh, you know what I was yeah. going to say? Uh, that was one of the worst uh, game plans I've ever seen. Brent Venables call. That was so bad. They never tried to rush. Maybe they were trying to respect and like keep the, um, I guess, passing lanes rel- or the 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 running lanes relatively thin and and for uh, Justin Fields to get through because it didn't look like their defensive line was trying to beat the Ohio state offense line. They were running into them. Ohio state was bigger. They have more talented offensive linemen than Clemson. I mean, Clemson has some good defense linemen. Let's not lie, but they just were basically like engaged in giving Justin Fields all day and, and just trying not to, you know, give away, you know, their uh, gap gap control essentially. Um, and it didn't work. And then the one or two times that uh, Venables sent heat, Fields couldn't deal with it. He sent a, a delayed linebacker blitz. I think he maybe. Well, I just don't know how you. Stu- I mean, I would just think you would study Indiana and Northwestern's film because they made Fields look very questionable. Yeah. And if anything, we came away thinking, "Are you sold on Trevor Lawrence?" Well, it's clear that he can't uh, deal with heat himself. You know, I think against ACC competition. Well, I mean, that's a thing for most quarterbacks. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I've been a big part of this Elway Brady argument with, with the SGP guys. And like, my thing is like, yeah, Brady's great, but he also, it's a, a different era first off, but yeah. his O line was fucking money. Yeah. He always played with a good O line. He always played with a great defense to yeah. take the pressure off. Like, you know, allow, allow them to punt when they need to, you know, uh, great special teams, everything, every, I mean, best coach ever. You know what I mean? Like, sure. It, but yeah, they definitely made, I mean, fields versus Northwestern and then fields versus Clemson are two entirely different great. Uh, but uh, as far as Lawrence, he doesn't, he doesn't have great uh, lateral, m- lateral mobility and, and, and wiggle, you know, whereas fields does have that fields fields. If anything, I've noticed all season, is just extending plays and a, a, an absolute menace in terms of like avoiding a pass rush and extending the play and making something out of it. Uh, 
usually with his feet. I don't know how he can do uh, deal with throwing the ball after something like that. Um, clearly, like you said, he didn't produce against Northwestern, but he's, he's usually, or Indiana. A, he struggled I think through three picks against Indiana. Gotcha. He's usually able to get out of the pocket and uh, get downfield with his feet. Um, whereas Lawrence, you know, he, if he's got a clean pocket, he's tall, he's got that, those long arms and nice throwing motion. He can, he can get the ball to where it needs to go and make any pass. And when he gets out of the pocket and he gets in the open field running, he's got a huge long stride. He's a fast runner, but we rarely see him in a position where he's like under attack and having him like kind of create something out of nothing. And I don't think he's great at that necessarily. What'd you think of Dabo's statement after the game? There is no way we lost. Our crowds were bigger. We played more games. Ohio state stayed in the basement all season. Wait, did he say that? Or was that a joke that someone was making about like Donald Trump? Oh, like, that's right. Okay. So like, what, why is he quoting it like that? Though? I don't know. He must've like, no, just, but this is okay. Maybe he's just doing that, but yeah, he's it, just making fun of Donald Trump there. There's fucking, no way uh, Dabo would have said that. Okay. I oh, mean, how the fuck did I fall for that then? <laughs> it's an official dude on Twitter though. And he's quoting it in quotations of like Dabo Sweeney. Really? Yeah. Maybe Dabo Sweeney I mean, is, is low key Donald Trump. Uh, why yeah. say it like that? <laughs> Who is that? Matthew, Matthew Dowd. You know what I mean? But why quote it in quotation? If you're going to do it, know. you tweet He's it out. Being an idiot. Yeah. You're an idiot. I am a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, well, after all this shit talk, let's talk about, I'm taking Ohio state plus seven and a half. Okay. Uh, and why? Because they're going to be extremely fresh. Yeah. Because I still question Alabama's defense at times against a elite offense. Alave being back probably does make a sermon and and Teague. Yeah. I mean, that's something that sermon, let's be honest. Like, I don't know if he's that good or if it's just the fact that uh, Oklahoma not using, he's not getting touched till he's like five yards down the field and he he can break an arm tackle. Um, But he has obviously been going off. Uh, then again, Najee Harris is obviously uh Superman with that jump. No, I mean, but uh, I mean, look, Bama still might win the game, but you're going to, I just don't know. I mean that they could, if Florida kept it within there, yeah, I think Ohio state's better than Florida. And I probably would have thought that most of the year. That's true. Ohio state at this point, I don't know. Alabama has, uh, has dominated m- most of their competition, but uh, what's, what's Bama's best win? A&M? Notre Dame, or yeah, maybe maybe A and M. I mean, is that that impressive? <laughs> I mean, they killed them. No, they, they, they've been but, impressive all year. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They've been the most impressive team in college football. Well, what I'm just saying at the end of the day, the thing about Ohio State is they have what uh, what Florida has and what Ole Miss has, and that's explosive an explosive passing attack. You can com- combine the fact that they have a, a, a extremely strong power run game. I do think Alabama is going to have his hands absolutely full with that Ohio state offense. Um, Especially in a one-off. That's what I mean though. Yeah. They Ohio state probably didn't deserve to be in this play. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and say with them playing that many games, yeah, a few games. Yeah. I don't think that they belong personally. Yeah. But that's why I took them on the money line. Cause I go, wait, it's one a, the motivational angle from Dabo saying all that shit. Yeah. And then also the, uh, the fact that it's a one-off and I know their talent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is there. 
That's true. And in, in, a, in a one-off situation, Ohio state is as likely. And Ryan, we haven't seen Ohio state play good back to back all, all season that we, they haven't put together two great performances back to back the whole season. So now though, you think they will, I think they can. Yeah, I think they can. Okay. You think do uh, money line me on this one or no, not no, money line? I'm me. taking seven and a half. You're taking yeah, the seven and a half. Yeah. You're taking Bama to win this thing uh, outright, though. Wouldn't shock me if Ohio State won it, but uh, give me a uh, yeah, give me a Bama. Uh, Forty-two thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah. Thereabouts. Yeah. I expect points to go up. Um, look, even when uh, even though um, Clemson wasn't really firing on all cylinders offensively, they still were able to get move the ball a little bit. Uh, put up what? 20, 28. Was it? I think so. 26, right? 26, 28, something like that. Um, I don't know. Well, I could just look this up. Um, I have it right here. It's uh 28. Yeah. yeah 49, 28. I, I know a little bit of that was garbage time stuff. Um, but, uh, generally speaking, I do think that, um, Ohio state's defense may be a little bit susceptible to what Alabama's got. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So look, unfortunately it's going to be a big shootout. You know, you know, I'm not for these things and I will whine about it. <laughs> Is this in a dome too? Where's this game? Miami. Okay. Thank God. It's yeah. outdoors. Yeah. 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 Even though they kind of have part of the field covered with that little semi awning roofing thing they got going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that mainly only covers the fans. So, uh, that's another thing I was thinking today. I was like watching. I was like, man, the, wait, the chiefs are in the playoffs. The bills are in the playoffs. Packers are in the playoffs. Yeah. The Browns are in the playoffs. So much. The Bears are in the playoffs. Outdoor, cold weather. It's great. Yeah. It's great, man. It's the way it should fucking Steelers, be. Steelers, Ravens. I don't yeah. know how this dumbass system is in. Someone was saying, someone was, was, was like, tweeting me saying, like, no one wants to go up and play cold weather. And I go, yeah, but like, like they want to go to fucking Montgomery, Alabama to play a game. <laughs> right. Get the fuck out of here. Right. And I go, no, no one. Uh, I mean, when I was a kid, want to go to uh, what, Frisco, Texas, to play a fucking yeah. Game? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And also, like, let me go uh, kick around some tumbleweed uh, in between the uh, few hours. There, there's plenty of the game players, and maybe this is a, a a generational thing. Yeah, but I'm saying like that would when it's snowing, you see them out there doing the snow angels. They like when we were kids, dude, and it rained or snowed, or even if it was extremely cold. Mm-hmm. One of the first things we would do is say, guys. This is football weather. Yeah. Let's call each other up and, and fucking oh, yeah. go play football. Oh yeah. You didn't think that. I mean, yes, we played it in hot weather too, but I'm saying, sure. It, but more, oh, if there was an opportunity to play snow football, you took it every 100% fucking time or time. rain. Yeah. I can remember it being yeah. like, I, I can remember my brothers being like, dude, it's raining out. Mud oh, bowl. Let's go fucking play. Yeah. Mud yeah. bowl. Yeah. Right. Or even if it was just like a really cold day, it's like, this is perfect football weather. Yeah. Let's go out and play. Yeah. 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 It is funny. It is funny how different like the, the cultures of the NFL and college have kind of become, you know, dude, can we talk about that? Roughing the passer in the oh, NFL, man, it, 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 the game is fixed, right? Yeah. Oh, for, for all the, for all the props we're giving the NFL for it's, uh, you know, it's outdoorsiness. It's, it's manliness, uh, from a, from an elements standpoint, the game itself, <laughs> Kirk cousins, fourth and so goal soft. against the lions. And one of these terrible dome games I'm speaking of, yeah. Gets sacked. They go play action. Safety comes through sacks. him. on like, well, if anything, he like laid up. I thought, right. and they called roughing the passer. Yeah. It, it was, there was literally, I mean, I, I feel like we say this a lot, but this is one of the more confusing ones I've ever seen. Um, it's fixed. 
I can't. Th- I, I, I mean, be. I don't even understand what the point of the fix would be. I don't think the the refs no, are like where where the money is on in oh, Vegas. I guess, yeah, yeah, depending on. Uh, well, yeah, I'll tell you if there was a right spread now. on that. Um, but I mean, just a horrible, horrible call, man. Yeah, very bad call, very bad call. Um, where are we at here? I'm gonna give you the math. Let's just see. Let's just play devil's advocate here. Okay. So so. Uh, Minnesota was up by two going into the end zone. Hang on. Let me, uh, I don't know why I'm having a hard time finding it right now. Um, I love how they give you the weather, even though it's in a dome. (laughs) Um, hang on. But yeah, it was just a horrible, horrible call. Lions Um, Vikings. No, no luck over there. I'm trying to find where the money was placed here. Gotcha. Well, I will say that uh, it was a pretty pivotal play in the game um, with the uh, it was fourth down from the two yard line uh, Vikings going in and getting sacked, obviously only up by two. That gives the ball a turnover with the other team about a minute and, and change left to drive down, kick a field goal and possibly win. Instead, they call this mystery uh, roughing the passer and. Vikings get a second chance or a new set of downs really. And uh, obviously score, put the game away. So if there is um, something to your research over here, then I can see a fix. Otherwise uh, it just I'm seems str- to I'm me str- like I'm struggling. Fine. I, I, it's gotta be, That's it the just only thing seems I can to me that, like and, a and, sissy game well, and the, the, the drop touchdown that, that, that the ball never hit the ground. I, I don't fucking know, but anyway, um, Okay, let's let's uh let me tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top tier athletes of the biggest impact on the game. If it's NFL, choose ten of the available twenty player props to build your lineup. If it's PGA, MLB, esports, choose five of the. 10 available player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit, hit the most props, rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Use the promo code SGP when you sign up today and you will receive an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit with a four times rollover. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Google Play Store or by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Don't forget that promo code SGP. Um, dude, the skins defensive line is so, chase young is a giant is an actual giant. Yeah. He's a, he's a fucking animal, dude. He's a fucking animal. Um, what else do we want to talk about here? Patty C let's, let's Stevie, Stevie Sarks. Yeah. We got to talk about that. I mean, talk about, so, so Texas fires, Tom Herman, Chris DeConte, uh, fires Tom Herman after saying he's going to be with the program. Right. Uh, after Herman kind of throttles uh, Colorado in the bowl game, yeah. apparently wasn't enough. I mean, really, when you look at their their schedule, they it's not like they got their ass whooped at all. They almost went undefeated, actually. Yeah, they took o- Oklahoma, the big two, uh, the, the what Cotton Bowl champion, right t- to the wire in overtime. Yeah. Lost that in overtime. Look, look at this, dude. Here's what's fucking hilarious about college football, and I'm not. I mean, I'll say this: I think Tom Herman's a better coach than Steve Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian. There it is. Um, Boom. But look at this. They lose the TCU when Texas fumbles at the one yard line. Mm. They were that score would have gave them the win, man. Right. Yeah. Then they lose to Oklahoma in four overtimes. Yeah. Then they lose to Iowa state in a game. They were winning uh, with just uh, two minutes left. 
They yeah. lose 23, 20. So they are three plays away. Now, granted they have a win against Texas tech where they had to get two onside kicks or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, this team almost went undefeated when you really think about it. Right. Tom Herman getting the boot juice unforgiving. Um, you know, it's funny because um, you're right. I, I, I heard a stat earlier today that I want to say uh, Tom Herman as a head coach has a win percentage of like, I want to say they said like 64, 65%. And uh, uh, Sarkeesian's win percentage at uh, Washington and USC what USC truly obviously a, a blue blood in its own, own right. And then Washington, you know, having been to the playoffs, one of a few teams that's made the playoffs yeah. and like uh, also being, having won a national championship in the last 30 years, um, pretty good programs. there. only managed a 57% win percentage during his uh, time there. So definitely doesn't uh, seem like an improvement, you know? Yeah. I hear that they're going to bring in some big coaches. I mean, they played it. They paid a shit ton of money to get Herman out of the contract. Yeah. And I hear they're going like all out because of AM success. But, um, <laughs> uh, I mean, if I'm Boise state, do you call Tom Herman? Uh, maybe I do. You know what? You know what? Uh, I'm on the lookout for what's that? If, if these rumors are true about obviously, you know, urban Myers names being floated at, uh, at Jacksonville pretty heavily, but Ryan day, uh, his name is popping up. If urban Meyer doesn't take that job, I heard Dan Mullen. To, 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 that would make sense too. But if Ryan day should jump to the NFL, who knows, maybe Atlanta. I know, uh, Justin Fields would be a popular uh, as a Georgia native, a popular pick. They need a new quarterback down there. Cause Matt Ryan's getting older. Um, you know, get Ryan day e- either way. Should Ryan day bounce and Luke fickle go over to Ohio state, which would, I would think presumably be the higher. Yeah. Then Tom Herman is from Cincinnati. And, you know, and obviously has the Ohio state ties. Uh, that could be a nice little thing. There uh, you go. If you're Cincinnati and you're getting a uh, Texas cast off, that's mm-hmm. a good look for the program. Um, What's more likely to happen? Yeah. Louisiana Lafayette beat Texas week one in Austin, Saturday, September 4th uh-huh. or San Jose state to beat USC week one, Saturday, September 4th. It's a good question. That is a good question. I'll say this. If Louisiana beats Texas, because I think Levi Lewis, Billy Napier, we know he, we know he, he'll be there. Yeah. Um, if they were to pull that off coastal host, Kansas. So that would be five and O oh over the past two years, over the past two years against the big 12, against the big 12, including the some, uh, some power teams. Yeah. I mean, tell me, Oh no, there's another one. I think too. Who does ba- Baylor plays at Texas state? And we know Spavadol has got that program going. That's Saturday, September fourth as well. Do so we they know could go six and zero. Oh. Do we know Spavadol has that program going? Well, you—I mean, you of all people. I love me fucking, some Texas State, but I don't know I that mean, they're going at this one. Okay, but no, I think so. How I many wins? How many wins? I don't think they're as bad as their record. In <laughs> they only won twice. Yeah. Well, look at this. They lost to, to SMU, who won a shit ton of games by seven. Oh yeah, every they, they I lost think they to Boston College by winning three. Teams. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they played some good ones, Georgia Southern by two. Um, so maybe he doesn't have the program going, but at the same time, does Baylor? No, they don't. No, I mean, Baylor could definitely lose that game to Texas state. <laughs> Baylor's Baylor was two wins. They both won two games a season ago, right? 
<laughs> You're gonna see the depth of the conference. Oh in man! This one. If the Sun Belt pulls another three, and three Charlie Brewer just sweep. announced he was transferring, He's supposed to come back as a as a six year senior. Hello, Brad transferring to uh, Utah. So Utah's got, got like a break in a new quarterback yeah. here. Um, yeah, Sun Belt flexing. <laughs> All right. Well, let me let me say this. Um, now I thought I heard that. Uh, I think Pollock was the one that, in fact, Pollock was uh, suggesting that, you know, because before they announced that Sark was the guy right after Herman was announced as being fired, that he thought Brian Kelly was going to be the guy. I think, you know, that, that would have had a massive, massive impact on college football. And I actually think that would have been a best case, a better scenario for uh, Texas because well, Brian Kelly's a better coach than Steve Sarkeesian. Brian Kelly's got a better coach. He's got a much. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a no brainer. His record indicates yeah. that he's a, a better coach uh, at similar uh, prestigious, similarly prestigious schools. Um, and he's got a higher floor. I mean, Brian Kelly has led an egg one or two seasons at Notre Dame, but other than that, he's generally a 10 win coach, which you would figure would be acceptable or almost acceptable at Texas. Uh, also, the thing about Texas is I want to go to 24 uh, seven sports right now. But I know for a fact under Tom Herman, um, and I think even Charlie Strong, and, and and a number of coaches, they've always been able to crank out top five yeah. recruiting classes. Yeah. You know, I, I agree. Yeah. And so because that, and they usually, it's so easy at Texas because they have first pick of the litter in a state as large as Texas that their recruiting classes are usually finished by like July. And the, obviously the recruiting cycle used to end in February. Now it's like December. But uh, either way, Texas has no problem inking tons of stars. And that's kind of the problem that Brian Kelly's had is he'll get the number 10 recruiting class, but he needs a number, you know, three recruiting class to win at the highest level and, and to compete with the, the Sabans and the Myers. Now, if they had done that, I think Texas would have been better off than Sarkeesian, especially cause, uh, um, uh, Kelly's probably way better at dealing with all the, yeah. Uh, side elements of a program, you know, that he's probably had to do that. Sarkeesian, you know, uh, just for the record, Texas only has one national championship since 1970. That's crazy. That's 51 years. Colorado, Georgia tech have just as many national championships yeah. as Texas in the past That's 50 years. Crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, Texas really should be. Texas is like a yacht that no one can steer. You know, it's like a, like a luxury yacht that has all the parts, but it's really hard to steer. And if you got a guy that, you know, has experience and like looks the part to be able to steer that yacht and you take someone that you think is just another, like how many saving cast offs are going to get a gig and then not like live up to it. I just don't know that he was ever, I mean, maybe he's learned. Uh, I, I will say this lane Kiffin exceeded my expectations. And a lot of that had to do with his coordinator hires. Yeah. I thought we're great. Lebby and whatnot. Uh, I like Durkin. I yeah. know their defense is 130th, but yeah. uh, or 127th, but I expect that to be a good thing that they have going. Um, all right. Now let's look at this. Just, I know this is, you know, it's a solid seven months away. Yeah. But how many wins Texas next year? Let's go through the schedule. Yeah. Let me see. Now, it, it, now we haven't announced. Uh, which games will be back to back? But I'm saying when you look at the schedule, Lafayette, a team that's won what twenty some games in the past two years, 
Yeah, I returns mean, a a six year senior at quarterback. Dude, it's dangerous. I mean, the, uh, the new Texas quarterback looked good. I guess uh, uh, Ellinger just um, confirmed that he's going pro today. Yeah, but Lafayette won by seventeen at Ames week one. Ooh. It's a uh, a strong statement in support of that possibility. Let's say he gets that one. They get uh, that Sarkeesian gets that one. Yeah. Okay. Although I don't know that will be true. Sure. I mean, this is a team that got swept by Maryland. Certainly not uh, a guarantee. At Arkansas, week two. It's not a guarantee. I mean, they uh, could open up zero and two. That would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, Pittman's Pittman had Arkansas playing better football. I would I, I would obviously favor Texas at this this point in the game. Um, but going to Fayetteville with a, a packed well, house, hopefully if that's fans. Yeah. Uh, then you got rice. The third game, that will be a win, but even rice is improving <laughs> uh, at Baylor. Now this isn't the order of the games yeah, necessarily. Yeah, this is just uh, what's on, what's on their, their schedule uh, at Baylor. Uh, that's probably a win. Yeah. At Iowa state. That's probably a loss at TCU. Dude, Patterson's got a great record against Texas. I would give that to TCU at this too. point, especially, uh, especially uh, knowing that Duggan's back. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's, he's dude. He's uh, a sophomore next year, man. Purdy and Duggan are back. Big 12 quarterback play is going to be elite next year. How about, uh, so that we're giving them two, lo- two losses with some fringe on lo- Louisiana and Arkansas. Think about Rattler being back too. Well, uh, Kansas, that's a win. Who just got a five, uh, five-star wide receiver. Uh, it's taken a couple of years, but uh, less is finally <laughs> becoming more. Uh, K State, Skylar Thompson will be be back. I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. a that's almost a fifty fifty game. But yeah. the fact that it's in Austin, we'll give it to you give it to Texas. Texas. Yeah, Oklahoma. I'm going Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Okay, State. <sighs> Sanders is only a sophomore next year. Yeah, I mean, what's his name? Didn't have a great year this year, and he'd be gone anyway. Um, Hubbard. Hubbard. Yeah. But in Austin, I'll give that to Texas too. I don't know that I give that to Texas. I don't know that I do I think either. I give that to OK State. I might. I mean, uh, especially with Sarkeesian, probably. Yeah, I think. Depending I, on when they get them, if they get them early on, then I'm giving that OK State. Uh, then Texas Tech, then at West Virginia, they're gonna lose at West Virginia. They probably will. Neil Brown's right? getting that thing going. So I'm gonna give them. They're gonna go seven and five next year. <laughs> Which is worse than than the Herman years? All right. I mean, they went seven and three this year. I mean, but but the the what the year before he went eight and five, right? Right. Well, and again, seven and three yeah. is better than seven and five. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I do think that uh, I do think that I mean, now we did say the same thing about uh, Jimbo Fisher at A and M. Although I want to ask you this, <laughs> I still I still buy into what I'm saying, All right? Because <laughs> who did they really beat? This Th- year. That's that's what dude. Look, they deserved to have the argument. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying would be so great, and this is why college football would be amazing. Oklahoma would have trashed AM. if you had a 32 team playoff. Yeah, and they took on a San Jose State in the first round. Right, or they a Liberty are a fucking live dog, dude. Yeah, dude, they are a live dog. As much as I'm sitting here saying, hey, you know, and you could probably make that argument for Notre Dame only beating Louisville by five. Yeah. You know, when sure. you have those blemishes on your schedule, you sit there and say, huh? Yeah. You know There's what I mean? A team like, like Liberty <laughs> sitting there licking its chops, you know, all the people at A&M flexing thinking this program has arrived. We get a taste of uh, a high, high percentage chance. They get a uh, taste of humble pie. 
or at least a reality check on a, a pretty close game being played there. Texas A&M uh, played. I mean, Florida's their only, and that was a sh- fucking shootout, man. I don't think there was a punt in that game. Yeah. After yeah. that, that they, was a good game. That I was mean, a they very struggled. Good game. I thought against Mississippi State didn't look very good to me against yeah. a bad Mississippi State team. I want to pull up their schedule. They struggled against Vanderbilt. They, they dude, I don't know how good they are either, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they blew out South Carolina, but they're horrible. They they blew out a completely like depleted North Carolina. They didn't blow them out. Well, yeah, they they pulled away late. That that yeah. game was that, actually North Carolina like was up twenty seven twenty in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. We that is a guy who bet A and M. Yeah, you I were, watched that. Yeah, relieved every. Yeah, time. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna fucking drop it to North Carolina with thirty fucking players out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I I was of the opinion that Auburn was not good this year. I mean, oh. they, they didn't play many starting quarterbacks. What did Auburn either. finish? What was their final record? They, they got three wins right by garbage, right? Six and five, six and five. Dude, that's a crock of shit too. They should have lost to Ole Miss. They should have lost to Kentucky. And they should have lost to Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do you think though? Next year, dude, this is what's great is I think their schedule's out. So we can actually speculate here. Who's that? A&M. Yeah. Let me see here. No, they haven't gave the dates on the. Uh, I thought the SEC gave the dates already. I don't know when they release it. Um, Let me see. Who's A and M uh, non-conference next year? Kent State, Colorado, New Mexico, and Prairie View. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Really? Uh, and once again, playing Prairie View November twentieth. What the fuck is that? Kent State, Colorado, New Mexico, and Prairie View. Bravo! Uh, and who do they get cross division? Missouri is one. South Carolina is the other. Jeez. Well, they're, they're trying their best to get to that seven or eight win mark <laughs> without the, even breaking a sweat. I um, mean, I don't know about that Harson hire at Auburn. How about that? Let's go through that real quick. Hold on. Before I get to the, to the Auburn Tigers, let, let me tell you that the college experience is brought to you by better than Vegas. Better than Vegas is an all new, completely free website sharing thousands of handicapping videos. It's like YouTube, but for what hashtag DJs only care about, which is sports betting, baby. The best part is you you'll be able to get video pics from the SGPN crew that we're exclusively posting over at better than Vegas. They cover all the sports as well. NFL, college football, college basketball. They even cover soccer. If football or if I'm sorry, if free video picks, is it enough? They're also giving away straight cash. Patty C thousand dollars to the handicapper that wins the most units and also a thousand dollars to the handicapper that has the most followers. Uh, make sure you subscribe to, to the SGPN page at uh, sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. So you don't miss any of our awesome videos with pick Dundee. Uh, and if the SGPN page wins any cash, you know, we're going to give it away to the listeners. All right. So head over to better than Ve- better than dot Vegas. That's better than dot Vegas. Now check us out guys before I dive into Auburn's schedule here. Cause we're talking about Harson. Um, I, I, uh, wh- I gave out a little Dundee special that hit. What'd you give us? Oh, uh, if you listen to me and NC Nick's pod, cause I went through and I said, take, I mean, on, even on our pod, I said, take Ohio state money line. Yeah. Take Ole Miss money line. Take Ole Miss eight point dog, eight and a half point dog, Ohio state, seven and a half point dog. Boom. 
And I said, take a and M minus the seven and a half that which hit had yeah. to earn it. And then I also said to take Notre Dame and I said, Notre Dame will be losing by a lot and they'll backdoor it. In yeah. The well, final the couple spread minutes. was uh 20, yeah, nine, 20 and yeah, a half. Yeah. And uh, what were they up by 24? Yeah. And then and I they, said, they'll backdoor it in the final couple minutes of the game. It yeah. exactly went through. And that was all in one minute at the end of an episode. <laughs> I said, take those four. And boom. So you would want you would have uh, parlayed that. You would have won a lot of money. Yeah, if you just tuned in for that one minute of the podcast, or just watched uh, or, or seen that uh, clip on Twitter. Although I don't know if you posted it before the game. No, I didn't. But, uh, yeah, but I don't still, know why it's out there, and that's why you should check out and subscribe to the College Experience. We are also brought to you guys by Ace Per Head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book but don't know how? Well, guess what? Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second. And wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. All right, Brian Harson. Real, real quick, we're watching this game. The Eagles have just taken the lead. We uh the New York Giants started out the season what? Like one in seven or something. They're going to make the playoffs. No. If, if the if Eagles the win this lose, yeah. Yeah, game, then the, then, then the giants are in the playoffs. You want to talk about keeping fans interested. Now, some of you might say, I don't need to see that. Right. Well, I would, I would say that. Well, look, I say, I don't need to see Alabama destroy Notre Dame. Dude. Did you see, didn't I send you Notre Dame's track record in yeah. these games? Oh, it's pathetic. Since 2002, they're I mean, they get their seven. ass kicked every game. Yeah, they were like <laughs> kept a, a, a new year's six slash BCS slash major bowl game within 14 points in over 20 years. Yeah. And what happened when you put Boise in, in, in the Fiesta bowl against Oklahoma? Yeah. You got a game of the, One of the greatest yeah. ever. Yeah. Probably the best college football game in the past 30 years. I that are that are kick six or uh Texas USC yeah. all, all in the same conversation. As far as the greatest game played in the F-State last 30 Michigan years, Michigan might be in there too. That's up there. Yeah. Um, Auburn. Let's just go Brian Harson. I know we talked on the last episode about yeah. Uh yeah. Brian Harson at uh it's kind of a similar hire as uh as Malzahn was, you know. Yeah. I actually like the Harson hire more than I do the Sarkeesian. Yeah, I think he's proven more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh they get Akron, who's arguably the worst team in college football to open up the season. So there's that for you, Brian Harson. There you go. Why did dude, you see this though? You see this trend? November 20th, they play Alabama state. Yeah. So A&M's playing Prairie view November 20th, where they mean the winds mean more. So, so says the college football committee, right? Auburn Super is playing meaningful win here for Auburn against Alabama state. Let, let, let's see who on November 20th. Bama's got Mercer November 20th. Are they're they're all are those all FCSs? Yeah. This is I mean it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Why? Georgia, November twentieth, has Charleston Southern. <laughs> I'm telling you, they have a blueprint. Yeah, they're they all following it very closely. It's probably uh those games are awful. It's bad enough you're playing yeah, Akron. A directive like Akron, from the commissioner. If you threw Akron in the FCS, they wouldn't finish in the in in, in anywhere near the close. Like anywhere near the tops. Yeah. They would probably go five and five. Yeah. And that's, that's even a, maybe this is the worst team yeah, in college football. Terrible. Yeah. Um, so they're not only do they get Alabama state, they also get Akron. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, one, that's unfucking believable. One non-conference game, they'll probably get crushed by Penn State. Um, mm. Alabama State's like not even a good FCS team. I mean, I don't know. It's just overturned. Anyway, what what do you think here? Well, What's, what best case scenario for Harson? He's got Akron at Penn State, home to Georgia State. That could be a dangerous game. Uh, home to Alabama State. Those are the out of conference. Yeah, um, I think they go three and one there. Um, non-conference. As far as uh, within the conference, um, getting uh, Alabama drawing Georgia cross division as usual. That's tough. Uh, They're gonna ooh. lose both those. Yeah. They're gonna have a lot of losses next year. At LSU. At A and M. At A and M, maybe a loss. Um, I think they. I don't. I think they probably lose to Ole Miss or Miss State. They very well could. Both both finish pretty strong. Um, let's say they traditionally would beat both of those teams. So we'll, we'll stick with tradition and say. But I think those programs are headed in the right direction. I, I agree. Yeah. I think even all, Arkansas. I mean, I think Leach is given a full off season to develop his his guys. Oh, yeah. You know, and ha- have people start to believe in his system. It's gonna the dividends. It that's that's been the uh, the mo for Leach is yeah. to well you normally know, it's actually year three that he starts firing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, just chaos. I, I, I think there's this is uh, they could very well be five and seven next year. I mean, who who looks like a loss? Penn State looks like a loss. If if this year at Penn State, if they have fans, I don't know. This, this year's game. Penn State. You got to figure both of these teams will be better, but they I, will lose that game at Beaver Stadium if it's if it's a yeah. Whether it be yeah. like a traditional Penn State versus a Auburn game or the two teams that we saw this year in Beaver Stadium, I'm going to take Penn State in a close game. Uh, I think they lose against uh, Alabama and Georgia at yes. Jer- Jordan Hare at LSU. They lose at LSU at A and M, and they lose at uh, at A and M. Or that, those are five for sure. We'll say the ones, and then they, I don't. I don't think A and M's for sure. They could steal A and M. In fact, they could maybe even steal like the likes of a Georgia or an LSU. No, uh, Bo Nix. That's <laughs> true. Um, but I think they this, were not good this year. They're equally likely to drop. Uh, an Arkansas team that's improving or, you know, lay an egg against the South Carolina or maybe have Ole Miss uh, or Mississippi state bite them. So assuming that uh, Penn state, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, and A&M all get it done as the currently more powerful programs. Yeah. Um, or at least over like the last five years, probably um, questionable, but I would say, okay. In any event, assuming that those are losses seven and five, what is that an improvement that you're looking for? Uh, I think it could be worse. Too. I mean, the only, only coach out there who's gonna like come to Auburn, obviously we didn't know that they were going to have such a struggle before they fired uh, Malzahn. Well, that's because their own politics. They wanted their own. Yeah. Right. Apparently at least. Right. But it didn't even look like anyone outside of urban Meyer was like uh, an available coach that was considerably better than uh, Malzahn, you know, that was available. Matt Campbell, maybe. Yeah, maybe I would take back Campbell over Gus Miles at this point. He's a, I mean, especially if you're just trying to get a little change of scenery or a, a, cha- I think a, a, a better, new face. I think if you put Gus miles on at Iowa state, they never reach where they're going. I, I think there's evidence to support what you're saying. I think at this point you might give Matt Campbell the vote of confidence over miles on. I don't know that that's a drastic improvement of a coach though. Um, he's too gimmicky to me. I, 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 yeah. I think Matt Campbell's a lot better. <laughs> he has Gus sold Miles-on. out to being yeah. a gimmick guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, and Auburn's Auburn's a shit show. Auburn Auburn can't find its ass from a hole in the ground. Um, here's one other thing. 
where ultimately where I was going with this, I don't want to change directions too much on you, but should, uh, Brian Kelly, we know he didn't get the Texas job, but, uh, a lot, a lot of these pro teams are apparently, um, looking into the college ranks for coaches. Should Brian Kelly get, say the Detroit lions or the Chicago? Well, I guess the bears aren't, won't be firing their coach, but, or the New York jets job. Um, and urban Meyer doesn't take that, uh, job. Obviously urban Meyer to Notre Dame. We, and we know he'll be, able, they'll probably look similar to, uh, you know, what he had at Ohio state, you know, pulling getting the Midwest talent that they already have and then getting guys out of like Florida or whatever. And someone mentioned to me that, Hey, you know, Notre Dame has high recruiting standards. And, you know, I said, Hey, what about Randy Moss? You know, they offered him a scholarship back in the oh, day. Back in the day. I mean, come on. I mean, you can go back and look at those rosters. Ricky, uh, yeah. Ricky waters. These, yeah. these dudes are not, they're not exactly Harvard types, you know? And so I think urban Meyer, while he might butt heads with Swarbrick a little bit in terms of uh, getting some of that talent in there, probably not. I think he'll be giving carte blanche in terms of bringing in who he wants to make that. Now the question is for me though, do you think a few years of that with Meyer and probably the tarnishing of your program that typically accompanies Meyer being your coach um, is worth it for Notre Dame and is a good thing or do you think Brian Kelly is still building it and he can eventually get there with Notre Dame? Uh, I'm looking at their schedule right now. I, I don't think they're going undefeated next year, which means I don't think they're good enough to go undefeated next year. But uh, Brian Kelly does seem to be one. It's like the slowest, like most belabored ascension of a program of all times. <laughs> like he has gotten better. But right. Like it's like one, one lineman got better this yeah. year. And now I got a, a, a decent tight end this year. And then maybe I'll get a quarterback next year. It's he still lacks at the skill positions to me. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the next yeah. step. I think he's gotten the line stuff figured out. The defense is better. Uh, he's gotten some good tight ends this year. He even got that uh, Butchner kid out of, uh, I think he's a four or five star quarterback. He might even be a five star quarterback. And I'm, watch some tape on him. The guy can move. He's got an arm. Like uh, he could be a, a real difference maker for them. Granted uh, jerk Djokovic was a five-star and that didn't work out. So maybe eventually they get a, a true NFL talent at quarterback, but still they're going to need some freaking speed on the edges. At some point, they're going to get burned next year. This is a hard schedule until he does yeah. it until Kelly can go get him himself, some speed. It's going to be the same thing. Yeah. But if yeah. he's there in 10 years and he finally gets figured out, then I think you take that over Meyer. So maybe it's not the worst thing in the world. I don't know. I think, I mean, it depends. I don't think with them not expanding until at least another six years. Yeah. I think you got to go Meyer. Yeah. Well, Meyer is definitely going to give you the short term results. I'm just saying, I look at this schedule right now, 2021, they start out on uh, uh, at Florida state labor day weekend. They get Toledo. I mean, those are winnable games, but I mean, when you beat, Louisville by five and struggle with Syracuse this year. <laughs> this is a much harder schedule, right? Yeah. Let me see who they get this coming year. I think Purdue could, you know, could give them a game essentially, right? Yeah, sure. I think Wisconsin at soldier field. Sh- sh- uh, look, I hate the games played at NFL stadiums, but at least it's soldier field. That's, that's an awesome a football game. football Mecca. Yeah. Uh, then they get Cincinnati the very next week. Yeah. Then they're at Virginia. Then they gotta Tech. go to Lane stadium. Then they get a bye. But then after that, these look at these, like this is a, f- tough four game stretch here. USC, North Carolina, 
then the triple option, they don't get a week to prepare for it in Navy. You know, should, they should win that game, but still yeah. just not having to, they normally would schedule Neil that with Mazzolo the one 11, two years ago. Yeah. That, that's if he can get them back up, they're a threat. And then at UVA. Yeah. I mean, if Mendenhall is improved, I mean, uh, Brendan Armstrong, they're going to get bit next year. Yeah. Guarantee you that they get bit in Georgia tech. They should take care of in uh, South Bend and then going to Stanford who had a decent year. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough schedule. You got to figure even with Ian book, coming not back, going, I, I will bet you right now. They don't go undefeated with that schedule with one loss. Does Notre Dame get invited no again? Way. No, cause he, they dude, what did I text you? I got to find it in the, text here's messages. the, here's the funniest thing though. Yeah. Here's the funniest fucking thing. If Notre Dame loses right along the way, they still might have uh, especially if fields goes pro and Mertz coming back at Wisconsin, they might have a win over the big 10 champ. Right. And if USC, uh, improves this year and wins the Pac 12, they could have a win over the Big Ten and Pac 10 champ or Pac 12 champ. Yeah. So, how do you keep them out with one loss? Dude, because oh yeah, they don't play the conference championship, uh, which burned them this year, by the way, to help my argument. It, they did lose it, but it didn't burn them at all. In fact, well, uh, to push saying, back on yeah. you. Well, they shouldn't have been in the playoff, in my opinion, by by them getting destroyed by Clemson. Right. If they weren't Notre Dame, that would have yeah. burned them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, More than well, anything, my point is the extra game hurt them. No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if they had to do it every year, it cost them yeah. uh seating, yeah. you know, and, and, and it, it made them lose. Yeah. It, 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 it gave them Alabama. Well, so, those, so in the future, when, when they're, when other teams are playing and they don't play, yeah. they're Oh, and one for re, in, in conference, conference championship games. Fair enough. Um, it's really hard to beat a team twice. In Although general, you might argue that, uh, simply by being a part of the ACC and playing the, a quote power five schedule in a conference that, you know, they were giving credibility as a potential uh, wild card, the, uh, whatever it would be the uh, non-conference yeah. champion. Like, well, I mean, that's fair, but I'm saying like, I mean, I, I don't agree with it, but I'm saying like, uh, if they're in a conference to me, it's really hard to beat a team twice. Yeah. We look at Oklahoma, look at Iowa state with Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, I think you see it. Yeah. Most all, everywhere. Often. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that helps my argument, but anyway, uh, look at this. I got this right here. Notre Dame is now Owen seven since the BCS started in their appearances at either playoffs or BCS mm-hmm. losing every game by at least two touchdowns. Yeah. And often more than that, quite a bit more than that. Come on. I mean, look, even the games that like what? This Alabama game is going to go down as a 17 point loss to Alabama. Wasn't that close? Yeah. Ohio State was thrashing them uh, when, uh, what was it? AJ Hawk was there and, and yeah. Brady Quinn. Yeah. What was um, it? Like 35 to 7 or something, right? Yeah, they were getting yeah. killed. Um, but they, they dressed that one up. That became a 14 point loss. Um, how funny was it that uh, uh, Brady Quinn was smashing AJ Hawk's sister? And they just yeah, destroyed them. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to kill Dude, you. How motherfucker. about Notre Dame in 2009 lost to UConn? I'm looking at their, their seasons right now. <laughs> no, no, Brian Kelly has 100. He 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 has revived that program. <laughs> like you know when I started liking Notre lost Dame to Tulsa in 2010. I started liking Notre Dame because they had fallen so far, right? Because it looked like they were done and they weren't coming back. And and then Brady Quinn was like getting the shit kicked at him as a freshman, and he just looked like he didn't belong on a football field. 
And I said, I'm rooting for this team. I don't care. Everyone, everyone hates Notre Dame, but they suck now. And they got a, like a quarterback who looks like a 12 year old boy getting his, getting his head ripped off on the football field. I'm rooting for the Irish. Right. And at mm-hmm. that point, but uh, prior to that, during the nineties, I was trained to hate Notre Dame, just like you were just like everyone else was. And so I don't want to hear flack. I've well, been, look, I've been uh, there uh, from dude, the ground. I'm so I'm so ready for change in this sport. Yeah. I would gladly. You would welcome. take Notre Dame winning. In yeah, the playoff. I think. I mean, I don't know. I just think like the I, I, some of these Dude. teams from the north and the and the and the the, the 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 west coast or whatever. Yeah. Northeast, they gotta give us something. Yeah. Dude, there is nothing worse. There's no game I'd rather watch less. I think I might have already said this. Than Alabama versus Ohio State for the national championship. I'll, I mean, I'll put it like this, dude. There's nothing I would rather watch less. I'm gonna if, if uh, what what the, this is Monday, right? Either way, is the it's national championship Monday. A complete L. Yeah. Um, like it normally is. I don't even know this answer. Yeah, it's Monday. Okay. Um, so look, let's let me pull up this. I know, I know, we got to get out of here in a minute, but um, Monday, what is that? The tenth. No, eleventh. There's, uh, I mean, college basketball went light on the schedule. I was gonna say, mm. I was gonna say, dude. I mean, look, I, I, I'll, i and look, uh, there's still some decent Loyola, Illinois, Loyola, Chicago. That is the Ramblers and Drake, who's t- I think Drake's twelve and zero. <laughs> I know That's you're not. Gotta, <laughs> I, I don't care less about watching this. Game, you're gonna dude. watch Loy- Loyola versus Drake. I have a confession to make. What's that? I didn't watch any of the playoffs. I don't think I, I, I was trying Notre, to text you. I didn't you. watch Notre Dame Bama. <laughs> I wasn't getting the normal responses from you. I didn't watch Notre Dame Bama. I didn't watch yeah. one play. What were you doing? Uh, I was watching college basketball. <laughs> right. Well, you didn't miss anything. But then so. I, then I, I uh, uh, for the Clemson Ohio State game, I probably saw about twelve plays. Yeah. Uh, just be, and that, those were in the in the fourth quarter. Yeah, the game was already over. Yeah. Well, I ran out of sport. <laughs> I ran out of I college guess, basketball, I, and I was I like, I guess I I'll find, flip yeah, this on. Yeah. I didn't want to subscribe to that shit. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I don't want to be a part of the problem. Right. Buddy. I'm going to say this while I, uh, while I appreciate your, uh, your boycott effort here, you're never going to win with that. I can see, you know, personally being not part of the problem. Well, I won my bets. That's true. All I'm saying is fight the fight a better way than boycotting. It's well, still co- it's still football. Yeah, I know, but I dude, I, it's not very good football. What you don't realize <laughs> is that I do have college basketball of above college football. That's true. So I I care more about watching. Yeah, and you're gonna have that to fr- that, that that doesn't make me angry. My mental state is at risk. <laughs> right, right. Right? Doing this for your mental health. Yeah. Um, you're gonna have to catch me up. I've, I've been making my picks every morning. I've been following the results, but my viewership, you know, most of my picks are based on tracking the results and kind of doing a, a mathematical calculation. I'll, I'll watch a game here and there, but football is still my focus. I, I am kind of looking forward to getting into the basketball because, you know, like you said, it's a little more unpredictable. This year's fantastic. Yeah. I can already tell you it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be great. Cause I mean, right now I think, I mean, if you go across the board and I know we, we've talked about this some uh, off episode or off air, um, in the ACC right now, I think, you know what, Virginia tech and Clemson are leading the ACC. Yeah. Little, little new blood. Uh, I mean, Virginia, I, I, I Duke and Carolina. 
has been struggling so far a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Louisville's got some question marks. So I, I do think they'll at least two of the three will get in. But I think it's anyone's game. I think it's anyone's fucking game in the ACC. Man, and in the SEC, where Kentucky needed—I mean, Kentucky's two and six. Kentucky's and garbage. Double now. overtime to beat Mississippi State yesterday. Yeah, uh, it's looking like what Tennessee just lost to Alabama, and Tennessee. Everyone was thinking Tennessee locked that one. Hi, nice. money nice. lined it. What were they? Tennessee was eight point favorites. Yeah, and people were thinking, hey, Tennessee. Well, Rick Barnes coach teams. Let me tell you, don't bank on them. All right, because <laughs> then you're sitting there saying, well, Missouri and Arkansas. But I mean, this is a wide open Florida, LSU. Yep. Ole Miss. I mean, I don't know. Oh yeah, know. that conference wide open. Wide the fuck up. Then yeah. they, then you look at the Big Twelve, where normally Kansas just dominates this thing. Yeah, and you're they sitting just there caught an L two. Uh, who? Texas. Just yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. So Texas could could be a Final Four team this year. I'm thinking. I know they, it's early. You don't want to don't want to uh, say those things too much because <laughs> Indiana becoming a football school, Texas becoming a basketball school. Yeah, Florida State is a basketball school for yeah, sure now. Michigan doesn't yeah. know what the. I guess Michigan's They're a basketball. School. They're playing Northwestern right now. Topsy turvy. Uh, College sports well, scene the, here. You can't tell me there's one conference that we have anything figured out with, except for the WCC, right. which is a mid-major where we know Gonzaga. Which L- means we're actually going to have to watch games and see what happens before we can determine a champion. It's just great. It's fucking great. The parody in the sport. It's this. Uh, I've been watching college basketball since you know 1992. Yeah. Right. And like, it's it's this is the best it's ever been. It's awesome. Last year it was great. This year, now I, I always say this though, I do miss fans. Of course, of course. And uh, I think watching basketball with no fans is incredibly harder than watching football with no fans. Yeah, yeah. Football, you could just focus on the field. Yeah. Basketball, you can't like take the fan, yeah. the lack of fans out of the uh, off the camera. Well, and it's just certain stadiums. Maybe it is like I was watching the Oklahoma game. Oklahoma beat West Virginia. Yeah. Well, the fans like, are like right next to the court. Yeah, yeah. It's tough, but there's certain stadiums that the, the, the camera angles give you a thing where you almost don't realize it. Yeah. But then there's certain ones that are so wide open. You're just like, man, this is like a fucking rec league game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're watching the NFL right here in the background. You don't see the crowd whatsoever. Yeah. And they got the fake crowd. You can forget, you know what I mean? Like, in, of course. Uh, whereas, uh, but yeah, I mean, college basketball. Oh, oh, what a fucking grab. Is that Logan Thomas from Virginia tech? Boom. Former quarterback. That's right. Uh, I saw that John Rice Plumley. They want to move him to whiteout. <sighs> John Rice. You got to go. Go where Rich Rod takes you. He should. You know where he should go? Huh? UCLA. John Rice. Well, don't. Uh, uh, Chip Kelly and DTR him? is. Uh, but I guess he's got more eligibility. Yeah. Man, that'd be fun. Uh, let me ask you one more thing here. What's that? Nick Saban is potentially one week away from on Monday. A week from winning his seventh national championship as a head football coach, which would put him above Bear Bryant, if I'm not mistaken. Both at Alabama where bear Bryant had won five and this will be uh, Nick Saban's sixth. That's a hard word to say. <laughs> uh, and then um, I guess both had gotten one national championship elsewhere. What was it? A and M for, uh, or was it Maryland? Where did, where did no, uh, it was Maryland? I believe is that where bear yeah, Bryant got his other Maryland, right? I, I think, oh, I don't know. He was at Kentucky also. He might've been an assistant coach in Maryland. I don't know where he was, but I think Bear Bryant only has six. I got you, buddy. Yeah, pull pull it up for me. Um, So I think this. Well, you know, in my mind, there's zero national champions. So that's true. So uh, claimed national. I'm sure if I went through this fucking thing, I could find, uh, I could find some uh, some years of uh, 
Bear Bryant having yeah. a question. Well, back then it wasn't even. It was a, no, it was not a and It was all Alabama, I think. It was all Alabama. He yeah, got sixty-one what, to seventy-nine. All five? Was, did he? He didn't get anything at AM? Uh, I mean, I'm sure he had some good years, but they didn't win a national championship. Hmm. Interesting. For he has six national championships. Yeah. Where did Where did he get the six one? No, they're all at Alabama. Oh, he's got six at Alabama. So, uh, so now Saban would be going to tie him. Interesting. Damn, he died at sixty-nine. What the hell's going on? Six national championships starting in 1961. Yeah, you're right. All six of them came at Bama. So Nick Saban's going for the tie at Bama, but number one all time, because this will put him at seven because of his natty at LSU. All that to say, is Nick Saban going to ever freaking retire and give us a break from this stuff? We get it. Alabama's the best. Okay. A plus Alabama. Like Nick Go back to the NFL. Prove something. You've proven you're the best college football coach ever. We all get it. Okay. Spare us. Give please. us a system. I still say, like, look, they look the sharpest every week, right? Yeah. I, I can't take that away from them. Yeah. But they rarely play two tough teams. Yeah. Back they to back. they have mastered their schedule. So, yeah. you know, they're they're given the benefit of the doubt when it comes to being put in the playoff. So and they've earned that, but there shouldn't have to be a benefit of the doubt. There shouldn't be a doubt. I just want to see a large playoff where they have to win. Like the, the team that wins a national championship should have yeah. to win four tough games in a row. Yeah. Make, make uh four make winning teams in a row. Bama run, run the gamut a little bit, run the gauntlet a little bit. And then, uh, and then we'll, we'll, we'll feel better about them being crowned the champion, but what they get Western Carolina, November 20th next year. Perfect <laughs> lead up. Um, all right, guys. Well, look, if you're a first time uh, listener to the college experience, make sure you subscribe. Uh, we're available on all platforms. By the way, Northwestern loses to Michigan tonight. Michigan continues to be undefeated in the big 10. Jawan Howard. Me. Phil Martelli. Great that he brought in the longtime St. Joe's coach, Phil Martelli. Mm. And, and this is what is called basketball karma. And maybe, uh, maybe it proved that Jawan Howard has what it takes to be a great coach. It will, it, well, the best part is you're watching St. Joe's be one of the worst programs in college basketball right did now. Did they fire Martelli before uh, Howard picked him up, or did Howard just... No, they fired him before. They fired he had him. taken them to two Sweet 16s and one Elite 8 at St. Joe's! Yeah. It's called karma. It's like what Tennessee's dealing with now. Yeah, it's what Virginia had to deal yeah. with after getting rid of uh, George it's Welsh. What, it's what you deserve. The gods yeah. are saying, fuck you. Yeah this guy gave you everything yeah. you have yeah. and now you're you, going to spit on him. Cause you went to the elite eight yeah, at St. Joe's. Yeah, it's true. That's well, like Mason fire and Laranega. They didn't fire him. He left. Right. But, I'm but saying, that would be the yeah. equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> horrible. Horrible. Anyway, we're available on all platforms. Make sure you subscribe. We are the college experience. Um, guys, uh, you know, we do handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. And we will be covering every single FCS college football game starting February 13th. So make sure you tell a friend, we publish all of our picks, me, Patty C NC, Nick, all over at sports throw it up on a spreadsheet. We're way over 500 on our locks every year. And also five, we're over 500 picking every game. So even if you're not even concerned about, it's not one of our locks. If you're wondering why you should take Monmouth catching four against Seattle. You probably want to check that spreadsheet because Patty C locked it up and me and Nick rode that thing. <laughs> so 
Make sure you do that. All right. And uh, please go over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. It's 2021 guys. That shitty year 20 is done. I need some good reviews here. All right. The, the, the people want to know, get Pump over it there up guys. All this shit. We just talked that helped distract you for the last yeah. hour and a half from your wife nagging at you. That's worth five stars. And guess what? You pull, we put your name in the raffle. Yeah. And you win a college experience t-shirt. It's a rigged game. It's like Notre Dame getting into the playoffs. They're getting blown out every fucking, <laughs> you know, they're year going after year. <laughs> they're going to make it in this, this BCS game or this playoff. Don't right. worry. And don't worry that five-star review. You're getting that yeah, t-shirt. That five-star baby. review will be like Alabama's offense. All right. That's right. <laughs> just destroy it. <laughs> Uh, but yes, make sure you give us a follow. Fo- uh, yeah, if you want to uh, get that T-shirt, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter and make take a screenshot with your phone. Tag me at the Colby D on Twitter and and to receive that shirt. So uh, do that. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight three one. Give him a follow. Give NC Nick a follow at NC underscore N I C K. All three of us, the best human beings on the face of the planet, uh, besides Ric Flair. So, uh, yeah. Also give uh, the sports gambling podcast network a follow at the SGP network. Uh, they're the best. And, uh, and uh, what else? Patty C. Oh, check out the Slack channel for sports gambling podcast. Patty C. Who's going to be the Boise state head coach Go to your head right now. Oh, I saw Moore that. Said no more said. Yeah. No, huh? Oh gosh. I guess Ayala from uh, Oregon, right? That was where they should be. Gus Malzahn or Tom. <laughs> they just trade. They should. Yeah. Why not? Why you want to stay like relevant owning that conference? Yeah. Yeah. Stay San winning. Jose state might be here. Brent Brennan just signed an extension. Yeah. You better Starkle's back next year. Can't be laying an egg now, Boise. You'll find out that uh, one bad hire and you're no longer the immortal Boise state. Yeah. Colorado found out when they hired your fucking Dan Hawkins, Boise fans. Anyway, All right, this is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.